Hello and welcome back to The Brunch Files, where we serve up bottomless brunch-worthy topics about life in your 30s. We're your hosts, Tegan and Rachel, and today we're taking you through our holiday gift guide. We'll be talking about just how much Aussies are planning on spending this Christmas and giving you a heap of gift ideas to suit every budget. That's it. So we thought we might do a few episodes based around Christmas and as we're referring to it, the silly season. And heck, it's expensive. I mean, like it it always is, but cost of living, as we know, this year has just skyrocketed. So we thought let's tackle, let's come up with some ideas about uh, some gifts right from your work, KK, to, you know, your mum or your partner or things like that. So we're going to actually break it down into – you know, some affordable presents, some presents when you want to spend a bit more and some presents when you really can't spend much at all. Yeah, and it can be a time of year that causes so much stress because I think as well mm. we all put this emphasis on we, we want to give good quality gifts. You, like It is so focused on the idea of gift giving, but I think today we really want to dive into the fact that, you know, it, it's not really about how much you spend, it's about the quality of the, the gift that you're giving. Mm. Um, the thought behind it Exactly. Even. Yeah, exactly. So first up, how much are Aussies planning to spend this Christmas, Tegan? Yeah, so we looked at some data from finder.com.au and it's pretty alarming. Mm. But essentially, Australians are set to fork out $30 billion this Christmas. And that's on everything from presents to pina coladas. And that's equivalent to a 10% increase compared to last year's estimated spend of 2.7%. Twenty-seven point three billion dollars. So is that because cost of living has gone up? Maybe I think so. Yeah, and maybe because I suppose even though last year we were still sort of coming out of COVID, mm. I feel like this year has been the first year that's sort of felt "quote unquote" COVID-free to a degree. And that I don't think I think even last winter we sort of had that that um, what do you call it wave? Yeah. And people are still sort of holding back, whereas I feel like this year... It's all on. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I haven't really felt super, even though I had COVID a couple of weeks ago, (laughs) haven't really felt super inhibited by that. So I wonder if that's sort of just, like, flowing through the Christmas period and people are just doing more. And maybe making up for lost time. It's like, let's do proper Christmas again. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. But the average Aussie is estimated to spend $1,479 this Christmas on presents, food, alcohol, eating out and travel. Oof. And of all states, Victorians will be spending the most, Uh. hands up who's a Victorian, (laughs) both of us here on this podcast, um, spending $1,765 on average, followed by those in New South Wales who will spend around $1,657 on average. It's interesting because you mentioned travel and I didn't really, I've not often thought about that as a Christmas cost, but it is, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Like I go back to northeast Victoria uh, usually to spend time with family and like think petrol and traveling back. Normally mm-hmm. we can stay with family, which is fine, yeah. but not everyone has that luxury. Even on Christmas people, Day, people yeah. travel between, you know, like have we've got friends who travel from, you know, Moorlbark to Leangatha mm-hmm. to someone else to back a day. Like you could be doing a t- tank of petrol in a day. Yep. Just getting around <laughs> to all the various families. A stat we saw, which was alarming and weird and um, I'm concerned (laughs) millennials are predicted to spend the most overall this Christmas at like $1,924 on average while Gen Z plan to spend at least $1,023 why are we spending $900 more Gen Z why are you spending the least on Christmas (laughs) is it because we can't say no to things we're like saying yes to every single event I don't know know. maybe because it's like we spend more on eating out and those sorts of things Mm -hmm. but generationally Generationally, it also says that, um, according to Finder, that Gen X will spend the most on gifts 
at $408, while millennials will take the lead on eating out. There we go. So we can't mm. say no. We're going to every single event mm-hmm. and we're eating out a lot. Okay, interesting. And any baby boomers listening, <laughs> you'll be spending the most on alcohol at $524 <laughs> per person this Christmas season. So... We could probably well, take a moment to unpack that, but let's move on. <laughs> I was in Liquor Land earlier this afternoon and there was a queue of like six to seven people lining yes. up getting alcohol. And I'm like, is this the start of Christmas? You know, it's like a weekend. I and think so. Yeah. And, you know, we are coming into, this is going live, you know, Tuesday. I think it's the 21st End of, of November. November, which means we're right in the thick of Black Friday sales. Oh, and gosh. that has sort of <laughs> extended from like years gone by to being just online to becoming very much an in-store sort of phenomenon. It's so we, also been going for two weeks. It's like not even yes. Black Friday yet. Isn't it next weekend is Black Friday and it's been going for two weeks already? Yeah. So the sales are very much in the thick of it as well. And it's why we thought it's a great time to do a little mm-hmm. bit of a gift guide and a little bit of a, a spotlight on where, where you can and can't spend your – where sorry, where you can and – maybe you should be spent mm. thinking about spending your money this Christmas when it comes to gifts so that you can sort of take advantage of these Black Friday sales yeah. because, you know, at the end of the day, we all have to spend money at Christmas time. It's an expensive time of year. So if you can save a few dollars, taking advantage and getting a jump start on that Christmas shopping this weekend, not only do you avoid the crowds in the shops come December, but you can also save a few dollars as well. Are you someone that normally does your Christmas shopping like in November or early December? Do you get it done early or are you like a last minute shopper? It really depends on the year and I think on the gifts that I'm buying. I mean, we've sort of got come to the point in the last couple of years as a family that we do a lot of KKs mm-hmm. and we sort of prioritise birthdays more. So we do a sort of – with our immediate family, we do a, a KK, but it's quite a substantial KK. So it's sort of, you know, $150, $200 mark mm-hmm. per person. Um, but it means that you're buying something really substantial for one person as opposed to, you know, spending 50 or $60 on everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as well, we're sort of at that point as well where, in, at least in my immediate family, we're all adults. There's no real kids yet, mm-hmm. no grandkids or that all sort of thing. You buy what you need anyway. So people have what they need. They go out and buy what they need. So it's kind of the idea is that you get one really nice gift rather than just buying people sort of token presents and things that people don't really need anyway. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Our family started doing that too. So on my side, immediate family will do a KK. And it's like $100, $150 for that. Um, I was a bit I was a bit sad when my family introduced this. Your love language is gifts, Rachel. Is. I love giving gifts. And so I was like, no, like we're taking away the giving of Christmas. Um, but my mum has felt like that as yeah. well. And I just feel like not everyone can afford it though. And so mm-hmm. it's made it um, a bit more doable for every member of the family. And also you can put a lot of thought and time into something, into like a, a better quality gift, I guess. But the mm. other thing that my family does, which I think is a fun idea, we started last year and we're going to do it again this year, is everyone gets to nominate something that they would like to do on Christmas Day or the day that our family is going to celebrate Christmas. It's a bit up in the air at the moment depending on everyone's work, but we might do Boxing Day or the day after or something like that. But everyone gets to nominate something that they want to do, watch, see, whatever it is. Um, And the person that has them for KK has to ensure that happens for them. Mm. So for mum, it's singing carols around the piano. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me it's going to be mulled wine because I love mulled wine, and I know that. In, <laughs> I think Not like your mum's famous like Christmas cinnamon scrolls. Actually, good point. I should <laughs> probably request that whoever whoever mum has. I'm going to make sure they. I feel like she that. needs to learn how to make gluten free ones so I she can does. indulge in them one day. <laughs> All right, Lois, are you listening? 
gluten-free scrolls for Tegan. <laughs> but I think someone else said a Christmas movie or things like that. So we all each have to think about something like whether it's an activity or, or something to do on Christmas and the person has to make that happen for them, which I think is a really lovely idea. Yeah, I think that's really nice. And I think it ties into this idea that this Christmas, and again, just from the research that we were doing, we were seeing that a lot of um, Aussies are really trying to reduce their spending this mm. Christmas. It can be a really source, like really big source of financial stress mm-hmm. for a lot of people. It's an expensive time of year. And yeah, like some of the data was showing that, you know, 26% of Australians are planning to sort of shop for goods during the Black Friday sales. Mm-hmm. And we've already said um, to save money while 25% are starting to buy food and presents early to sort of control their spending. Another 18% were saying that they will implement a gift-giving limit um, with loved ones and 13% will be skipping trips away and stay at home to sort of help curb those costs. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, that idea that your family implementing is super wonderful. I think a KK is a really nice way to sort of still sort of, um, I suppose, capture the magic of Christmas and gift-giving but sort of be conscious of everyone's financial limits to a degree. That's it. So... Our first category is budget. Budget gifts, we're talking kind of under $30. Yep. Yep. This might be the work KK. This might be uh, a friend that you really want to get something for, but you can't afford to really splash out on. Mm -hmm. Our first thought was photo-related gifts. And that might just be putting a photo in a frame for your grandma. Mm -hmm. It might be jumping on Snapfish, doing a mug with some nice photos, a mouse pad, a um, Christmas bauble or a beautiful calendar for 2024. Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, cheap gifts can often feel tokenistic, but a photo is so sentimental. Makes it really personal. Yeah, that you can actually give a really lovely gift revolving around a photo. Yeah. I feel like this is a great one for grandparents Mm. because I don't know about you guys listening, but for me, like our grandparents – they have everything that they need and they're at an age where they're not wanting for much. But sometimes, you know, a, a photo, a nice photo in a beautiful frame is of you doing something that you've been, maybe it's travel, maybe it's a wedding photo, an engagement photo or a baby photo mm. or whatever. That means so much more to them than some, you know, tokenific candle or mm-hmm. voucher or whatever. That's it. And there's also this beautiful, uh, I don't know if trend's the right word, but um, of illustrated images as well. And look, that mm. that might take you further outside the um, $30 range. The $30 range. But mm. I know we've got a beautiful wedding photo that's been drawn for us. And we also have some of our beautiful dog, Maisie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've got one of Murphy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like that's a really fun thing. I know Andrew's mum got us one of Maisie. And it's just a really fun illustrated gift using a photo of something that's super personal. Mm-hmm. Number two in our list was a coffee voucher for a local cafe. This is such a good one for work friends. Yes. we Last year at my workplace, we did a stealing Santa mm. and it, everyone had to bring a $10 limit and it was sort of like if you were the first name drawn, you could pick one off the pile and if you're second name drawn, you can either choose to steal the pre- one of the previous people's gifts or pick one new off the pile and someone had got a 10, it was a $10 limit and someone had got a $10, uh, $10 coffee voucher for the local um, coffee shop. Did get you one and a half coffees these days? <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. Maybe two if you're lucky, if you don't have like almond milk or anything <laughs> yes, fancy. Like um, but it was for no vacancy in Melbourne Central, shout out. Um, and honestly, I think that gift got stolen like four or five times. Mm, like the person who picked the – everyone wanted it, exactly. So I think, you know, it might be something super simple, but you know, everyone loves a morning coffee. 
Uh, especially here in Melbourne. So, yeah, can't go past a coffee voucher. And that's a really lovely idea. And even for friends for a local cafe as well. Mm-hmm. It's just – it's a nice thought. And it's just – I mean, everyone can afford – I mean, you know, most people can will, will get their coffee anyway. But how nice not having to pay, you know, for your morning coffee a couple of times. Yep. Super nice. Number three, a calendar or a diary slash yearly planner. And, you know, there's some really beautiful ones out there. Like I know Lorna Jane normally does a really lovely wellness-focused one. Um, Even Typo or places like that, you know. Um, or you can get ones that are monogram with uh, names or initials. Mm-hmm. But I, I love a bit of a yearly planner and like putting in my goals and my dates and my birthdays. Yeah. No, I think they're super practical gift and something that everyone can sort of get used out of. I think as well for people who are in big cities, if you're ever in the city and you see your local um, big issue vendor Mm. selling every year this time of year, the big issue does a calendar. I think it's $20, so $10 to the calendar and $10 goes to the vendor. I did that last year for my work, KK. It was a $20 limit. I went to the local vendor at Melbourne Central, bought the $20 calendar and gave that as a gift and you know all of the different months sort of talk about different um, big issue vendors and different things. It's a really nice way to sort of give a gift, a really practical gift to someone, but also give back to the community. So Such a good idea. I love that. Yes. So number four, we had slippers. Oh, who doesn't who doesn't like wants a cozy pair of slippers? Yeah. And I feel like this one you could kind of go, you know, really low end, you know, Kmart, <laughs> best and less. Um, or you could go a little bit more fancy, you know, your Peter Alexander. I feel like bathrobes, PJs, all those sort of Christmas things. Christmas PJs, big exactly. thing. I love it. Mum yeah. always, um, um, usually until last year, <laughs> got us all a set of um, Christmas PJs for like our stocking. And I know we're too old for stockings, but nostalgia, love it. I did um, used to love the stocking at Christmas time yes. with like socks and undies and like all of these little yeah. basic things. And now I kind of miss it. I'm like, yes. damn, you may have to buy them myself. I know we would always like that was the thing we were allowed to open on Christmas morning. We'd be awake, mm. we'd be awake at like five a.m. and we'd be able to go out and get our stockings, go back to bed, pull everything out of our stocking, have the best time, and then it allowed mum and dad like another hour of sleep before we were like raging at the door like Christmas. Um, but mum continued the Christmas PJ tradition, and it was so fun because we'd all wear them on Christmas Eve going back to mum and dad's place. Um, so yeah, family or not, I feel like a lovely pair of, uh, Christmas PJs, a bathrobe or a pair of slippers would never go astray. And they're the sort of thing that people don't really spend money on themselves. I feel like it's a little bit of a luxury thing that's (laughs) kind of nice to get. So yeah. That's it. Number five, love this. Um, and it sounds, it sounds like, okay, this is the default that everyone goes to, but a bottle of wine, if you Mm -hmm. know, they love wine. We wanted to put a cheeky shout out here to Forage Supply Co in Tananda in the Barossa Valley. We stayed at their beautiful winery and have sampled all their wines. We're now wine club members. We are. (laughs) I'm actually eagerly awaiting my next delivery. But they have – it's beautiful, preservative-free – Real sustainability focus. Organic. Organic. All of their their bottles are this fun kind of full shape and all their labels are also really fun, creative, different. And I just feel like they make the perfect gift. So whether it's red wine, they have some beautiful whites, a beautiful rosé, a whole lot of Mm rosé. There's like some really fun wines. They're affordable. They're delicious. Preservative-free. No hangover. (laughs) Just about. (laughs) And it's a way of giving a bottle of wine that doesn't feel super generic because I feel Mm. like sometimes like a bottle of wine can feel like you don't want to get you – you know, run of the mill like Wolf Blast off yes. the off the shelf at Coles, but yeah. you know, if you can give something that's a little bit more of like a boutique bottle, but still doesn't break the bank, but yeah. it's fun. Like they have one which is I think they're Riesling, which is like the spliced Riesling, yes. and it's the label kind of has like 
the spliced um, like ice cream. <laughs> yeah, and it's just kind of fun. It's a bit of a talking point. Mm-hmm. Something a bit unique and someone can't just run down to Liquorland and sort of find. That's so, it. And you can reuse the bottles for like vases or different things because of this beautiful sort of shape. And just mm. it's, I just feel like a bottle of wine, when you know someone loves wine and you can give them something that um, – Is a bit unique. Yeah, that's it. I yeah. think that's a good one. Yeah, definitely. Number six, we – said a beautiful sort of Christmas tree ornament. Because they're so hard to find. Yes. There's actually like a shortage of nice Christmas tree ornaments. I feel like in recent years they've become really sort of plasticky, mm. sort of just glittery. Like Ew. for lack of a better word, like crap. Like, <laughs> I remember years ago you used to be able to go to the, you know, the Maya Christmas display and get like a beautiful ornament for sort of mm. 20 or $30. And I really wanted to sort of start this tradition with, um, Sean, that every year, you know, we go, and we, we spend, you know, 20 or $30 on an ornament and we just sort of add to our collection over the years. And we went to do that a couple of years ago and even last year at Myron, and everything was just crap. Yeah. <laughs> we actually do this thing when we travel where we try to find a beautiful Christmas tree ornament. So I know at the beautiful Christmas markets at Lake Como on our honeymoon, we got a couple of ornaments. Mm. When we're in the Yukon in Canada, we got this beautiful wooden carved like Canadian, isn't a Canadian um, Mountie, like the bear, like police mm. bear uh, and a moose and different things. So we've started collecting them when we travel. I just feel like there's um, beautiful sentimental values that each Christmas you can break out your ornaments and put them on. So if someone – and mum's given me a couple of beautiful photo uh, mm. ornaments and things like that or just just really pretty ones yeah so that when you break them out each year it reminds you of that person yeah and it's not like they're not they can't they don't have to be that crazy expensive no but it's sentimental and i feel like this is where etsy or if you have mm. children maybe making yeah. ornaments for family members Clay or friends or, or that sort of thing could be really really fun yeah if you're creative yeah. go for it yeah <laughs> the next one and look don't judge us, but it's a candle or a diffuser. Like, who doesn't actually love a candle? Like, <laughs> yeah, they're a good safe gift. They are, but I mean, to be honest, candles these days are more like fifty dollars. So we put it especially in the, the glass house ones. Yes, we put it in the budget list, but honestly, they're not that cheap. Yeah, but they're just sort of the night. I think this is the perfect thing for like you know, yeah, maybe a work colleague or you know, a, a partner's relative or someone that you you don't need to spend a lot of money on, but you need something that you know they're going to enjoy and love. I mean, who doesn't love a candle? Yeah, that's it. You probably need to be a little bit mindful of fragrances. Yeah. Maybe picking something that's a little bit more neutral, not too sweet, not too earthy, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. But and also, if you know they're into like essential oils and have a diffuser, maybe essential oil uh, instead, because mm. obviously we're a bit aware of fragrances and um, the toxicity there. Some people have kind of sworn off candles. So the other option is some beautiful essential oils. Yeah, super handy. Number eight, we're already up to number eight. We had sort of like a T2 gift set. So whether that be a teacup and tea bag so you can get them. I know they do T2 every year, do some beautiful, you know, teapot sets where you can get, you know, the organic, the lovely, beautiful um, loose leaf tea and, you know, whether that be a diffuser for iced tea Mm. or a teapot but you can also make your own. Yes, find a fun mug, get some fun tea bags. Like, I mean, I just love a peppermint tea and I had a friend give me mm. a beautiful bag of loose leaf peppermint tea as a gift and, like, it's just such a nice thing to yeah. have and use and think of them as you yeah. brew a pot of tea. Yeah, you can sort of bundle it together, go to your local $2 shop, get a nice mug or Kmart, even have great mugs mm. this time of year, go to Coles, get some nice loose leaf tea. Or a beautiful local, like, um, ceramic mug made by a local maker or something mm. like that at a market. That's always yes. a good thing. Yes, I have to give a shout-out to my friend Catherine Raybone Rivers. Ooh. She does beautiful 
um, she's making all these new ceramics, just beautiful mugs and that sort of thing. So that could be a really nice um, touch as well, sort of yes. make it local and something people will necessarily stumble across in their everyday travels. That's it, something a bit more unique. Mm. Number nine, we have puzzles or games. So again, on the photo theme, you can order puzzles that are photos. Mm. Uh, I did that in lockdown and then discovered that I'm really not a puzzle person. I hate person. puzzles. Yeah, <laughs> gave it to my mom. I have no patience. No, I actually don't enjoy it. But I gave it to my mom and she loves it. She's doing puzzles on the weekly. And so if people love puzzles, puzzles the way to go. But something like Monopoly Deal, that is yeah. so much fun. I don't know, it's like $12 it came out. Yeah. Or something. Great KK gift. Or skip go, skip bow or Uno or mm. any of those sorts of games. There's lots of fun little like drinking games as well. Yeah. People like camping and those sorts of things that you just need things to do. So That's it. Yeah, games can make a really, really um, easy and affordable but really fun and practical gift. Yeah, pick your audience though because I feel like some people are not game people. Yeah. But some people really are. So if you know they like games, go for it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the last item, so number 10 that we had on our budget list was, um, you know, bath bombs, um, soap, hand creams, those sorts of things. Uh-huh. So Face masks. <laughs> yeah, so think like your little gift boxes. I know like Mecca and Priceline do these things every year. Lush also do yeah. those. You know, you can do like a bath bomb and a soap bar sort of yep. set, those sorts of things. Um, also for guys, like mm. shaving products, beard wax, those sorts of things. I know – a lot of men are getting much more into the sort of grooming, especially those that mm. have the, the beards to take care of. Yeah, and you can get like um, the shaving sets that have like the brush. So instead of using uh, shaving cream and things like that, there's that they've got like the the soap dish and the um, the brush to like mm. make the lather and those sorts of things. I and you can literally get those from like Coles and Safeway. Mm. Or yeah. like, go, you know, there's some really lovely ones online. I know Andrew got into it for a little while. So that's another thought. Yeah, definitely. Time to dial it up. This yep. is for when you want to spend money, need to spend money. You've got the family KK. You've got your mother-in-law on the limits, $150. What are you going to get? Sibling, <laughs> partner, or just anyone where you have to provide a little bit – or you want to provide a more yeah. sort of substantial substantial gift. So, yeah, we've got another 10 things that are a little bit more, I guess, on the pricier end. Yeah. Yeah. Our first one was a hamper, like a homemade hamper. You can get local produce, wine, cheese. You can include some beautiful local ceramics, stoneware, platters, cheese knives. Uh, you know, you quince paste, your different cheeses, all mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff. You can make uh, a beautiful – and look, it's it's actually – it is pricey. Mm. Um, but a beautiful hamper of um, – of produce and things like that. Yeah. And so there are places obviously online that you can sort of do this and they kind of curate it for you. But, I mean, for us, we're fortunate enough to live very close to the Yarra Valley and I know in years gone by we've done this for maybe like like more so grandparents and those mm. sorts of um, things like aunties and uncles and things who sort of have everything that they need and yeah. it's nice. And like we've sort of treat. made a bit of a day. We've gone out to the Yarra Valley and gone around to a few different places and sort of, you know, bought a bottle of wine here and a bottle of jam, like a jar of jam there and a few different bits and pieces and sort of put something together, which can be a really nice way. And also I suppose it's a little bit of a treat for you too because you yeah. can spend the day sort of going out and sampling, <laughs> sampling. some of the nice produce <laughs> Love it. going around. Um, number two – in a similar vein, we had you know, maybe like a cocktail making class or a bit of a cocktail making kit. So maybe you go out and you get them um, like a voucher to go somewhere and do, you know, learn about making different cocktails and they can sort of sample why they make. Or you go and buy them a cocktail making, you know, the, the shaker and the flask and some beautiful spirits and get a couple of recipes and different things they could try. And like try. the nice garnishes, like those beautiful mm. dehydrated citrus and things like that. And lovely glassware and that sort of thing. So I feel like these are the sorts of things that 
people would love to have, mm-hmm. but they don't necessarily like, I, I know for me, like I'm not going to go out and just spend $150 on cocktail making stuff. Mm. Like I know for our engagement, we got a beautiful shaker and, um, and stuff for my friend and like, we use it all the time, but it's one of those things that I probably wouldn't go out and just buy. No, which leads on to number three, which is beautiful glassware. I know I've done this for wedding gifts before, beautiful decanter, uh, beautiful wine glasses and, also think like you could get a beautiful premium bottle of wine to match Mm. but yeah I think glassware there's something to be said for that especially if you have people who are really into their wine you know Riddell do all of these beautiful glassware by variety so it's you know something for a Shiraz it's a specific glass or a Cabernet Mm. or whatever and the glassware sort of pairs with the yeah with the variety which is Mm. really nice if you have people who are quite into their their wines that's it. And also on that, it could be a really nice vase, a beautiful mm. glass vase. Or there's also some really fun, colourful ceramic ones as well, like those beautiful sort of um, – even think like uh, Sicily, Italy, like those fun like lemon um, whites and blues. I don't know, just fun kind of yeah vases and things. Especially like crystal glassware. I think it's, yeah, it's very much a luxury that people would probably wouldn't think to spend the money just like on themselves. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so number four on our dialed up list, we have vouchers for experiences. My favourite. I love this because, you know, people have what they need, but if you can give them a voucher for a fun activity, a massage, a facial, hot air balloon uh, ride, champagne breakfast, a meal out, uh, the list is endless. I think these as well are the perfect substitute for where you'd want to defer to giving cash. Yes. Because sometimes cash, I mean, I get people want cash like for weddings and that sort of thing. But at the same time, it also feels so, I don't know, in a way it feels kind of empty. It's like I'm just giving you money, but you don't really ever know what it's going towards. And And also you know exactly how much it is. Whereas with an experience, you can sometimes buy a voucher for an experience and it doesn't actually outline how much you've spent on it. Yes. I also think as well a great finance hack here is if anyone's not using cash rewards, I would highly suggest getting on it because uh, it's one of those. This? <laughs> so it's like a cashback platform where you can sign up and you sort of log in and you can search for like say it's good food and wine. Mm-hmm. You can log into the cash rewards platform. Platform maybe we'll do it. Like, we'll link it in the in mm-hmm. the stories below, and you can basically buy the voucher, but it'll give you like a six or you know seven percent cashback depending on what the time oh. is. So you can buy the cash. The, buy the voucher through the portal, give the piece person, you know, the $150, $200, $300, whatever it is, and it will credit 6% back Look to out. your account. And then after, you know, a specified, it takes a little bit of time for it to clear through the platform, but then you can withdraw that money back. So it's, it's a way of sort of building in a little bit of a saving. That's awesome. And I think you can do it with everything, whether it be a voucher, it could also be, you know, maybe just buying something from Maya. Maya often have 6 or 7% cash back on that platform. So, if you're not already using cash rewards, I highly recommend it. I think I've been using it so far this year and I've got like $350 of cash back That's just awesome. on things I would buy online anyway. I think I've used Shopback, which I think yes. must be very It's a very similar. similar platform. And you can go into the Iconic through the app yes. and then make your purchases and then you get like even 3 or 5% yeah. back. Oh, okay. At the end of the day, it's like if you're going to buy this stuff anyway, yeah. even if it's only 3%, like it might be 3 bucks, but still 3 bucks better in your pocket than... That's it. 
Why not? Whatever. And also something like Red Balloon or Adrenaline, then they can choose their own adventure. There's things like Mystery Picnics, which I think you said you've done before. Yeah, we've done Mystery Picnics for a few few times for Christmases and also even wedding gifts. Mm -hmm. It's been a nice one. And they have a few different options from memory. I think it's Adventure co.com mm-hmm. and you can do sort of like a basic picnic or you can do one that includes like a bottle of wine or Fun. and people can choose sort of where they want to go and do it and the idea is that you kind of get presented with a series of puzzles and then you can um you kind of have to solve them to find the different food spots and it leads you to a beautiful picnic spot at the end so it's a nice way of sort of i guess making a true sort of date mm-hmm. an activity around sort of a bit of an experience which is a really nice thing to give to people because i think people just don't do that sort of thing just no. off the bat it forces them to do it. We often, I think with Andrew's sisters and things, we often do vouchers for beautiful restaurants or things like that. Like I've, we've given them vouchers for Zonzo, beautiful winery in the Yarra mm-hmm. Valley before. I know Andrew's sister gave us a voucher for um, – Sean just came in and gave us a glass of wine. I'm going <laughs> to shout out to Sean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, sorry, back to my train of thought. Um, taking us out to Gimlet for a meal, you know, you can go um, or you could even do a voucher for brunch or brekkie mm. at the local cafe. You yeah, you guys do that. You and Andrew mm. did that for us last year, just a brunch, like a voucher for our local cafe. And it was so nice. We could just go and get a coffee and a breakfast one day in the new year. And it was just so lovely. And I think it's a really nice way as well to support local businesses. Like mm-hmm. if you have a friend who you know they go to this cafe all the time, just get them a voucher for it every year, like for Christmas, just so they can go and have it, yeah, maybe a free bunch of coffees or See, you know whatever it's a really nice way of doing it it's a little treat and the other thing like things like a paint and sip glass or mm-hmm. a pottery glass actually my family got me a pottery class voucher for my birthday this year and I'm gonna do it soon and I'm so excited so I just think vouchers for experiences that maybe they want to do or wouldn't go out and do unless they got that voucher is just a really fun creative way to give a gift and I think these are really great for both men and women Mm. Like kind of, you know. Whiskey tasting class. Yeah, whiskey, golf lessons. Yes, golf lessons. Or we even spoke there. about like um, <laughs> like rock climbing sessions yes. or, you know, anything like that can sort of be really great. Um, number six, we had charitable donations. And I think this can be a really great gift for people in our lives who we know, maybe particularly older people mm-hmm. who have everything that they could want for. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it, it, I suppose you have to sort of pick your person. Mm. Um, but I think there there are certainly people in my life who I would know who would who are really um, keen to sort of give back and would much rather that money going towards the community mm-hmm. and bettering a cause that they're passionate about than just totally. buying them more stuff. That's it. And it could be anything from buying like a goat for a village through Oxfam. They have that beautiful gift giving thing mm. where you could choose water or a goat or whatever it is um, and different price points. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Red Cross, the, you could do donations through there. Everything just sponsoring a child for a year mm-hmm. or, you know, um, I've got to give a plug here for Two Mighty Miles of Smiles in Kenya, which my family support. You know, it's $30 a month yeah. to sponsor a child and that gives them their food, their education. Um, it's not that much, you know, yeah. or putting someone through the trade school I think it's $200 uh, or something for the year like it's just not that much but you it makes an incredible difference to that person's life Mm. and the person you're giving the gift to doesn't necessarily need anything so it's Mm. a beautiful way to give back and give a gift that's actually meaningful. The other um, charity that I think is really wonderful is the Alana Madeline Foundation Mm -hmm. so I know last year I think Sean and I were literally going into Dan Murphy's and there was someone out the front sort of selling um selling not really selling but promoting sort of um charitable donations and that whole idea was to buy um sort of 
it was about we I think it was a hundred dollars that we gave, and it was um, to go towards sort of putting together a backpack for two kids who have mm. recently sort of come out of you know home situations which aren't safe and they need to be removed and it sort of gives them those basic essentials that they Mm. need when they're transitioning sort of interim care or foster care or whatever that may be and I think Backpacks for Kids is another organisation so there's lots of ways that you can do that sort of have a really tangible benefit Um, and yeah I guess it's a nice thing to give to people if you know that's something that they would be highly passionate about. I really like that one. Mm. Number six is like techie things. So a Garmin or a Fitbit. I know we got mum a, a Garmin watch for a birthday or a Christmas recent uh, in the last couple of years and it's not something she may have um, splashed out on her own but wanted it and I feel like that can be really um, – I mean, pick your audience if you're giving them a Fitbit, Mm -hmm. you know, make sure that that's something that they want. Yeah, (laughs) and they're not taking it as sort of a... Offensive, like, to get them to, you know, get more active, Mm -hmm. obviously. Mm -hmm. But I feel like lots of things fall into this category, like speakers, Mm -hmm. like sauna speakers. So like a um, Yui Boom. Yeah, any sort of portable portable speaker, headphones, like AirPods, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Yes, Games. Yeah, like PlayStation it, games, yeah. Xbox games, that sort of thing. That's it. Mm-hmm. If you're, you know, there's a loved one that is super into that, then find out what games they want to get them that. Yeah, definitely. Number seven was something around, you know, supporting someone in their sports, hobbies, lessons. So mm-hmm. we kind of jumped the gun a little bit before talking about like maybe golf lessons, but this could be, you know, a set of maybe you've got someone who in your life who you know has really been interested in taking up guitar but has mm-hmm. never had the – Courage to sort of take the leap. Maybe you get them three lessons with a guitar teacher. See, I got Andrew a guitar one year, but I didn't get him lessons. And so <laughs> he hasn't really played the guitar. And now I'm like, should I sell the guitar or should I get him lessons? Maybe, Maybe. this year, Andrew, you're getting guitar lessons. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> but like class packs for Pilates or PT sessions. Again, pick your audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um but singing lessons, tennis lessons, something that you know they're interested in. Pottery lessons. Yes. Like it's just a fun one. And I think in this context it's it's, it's really good if you know they're interested in something mm-hmm. to target that and be like, okay, cool, I can help them out here by getting some, some lessons. And you know they care about that and are interested in that. Yeah. Number eight, we had a sort of handmade cheese board, picnic table, picnic basket, that sort of thing. I mean, you could yeah. kind of tackle this in so many different ways. You could kind of just do, you know, a beautiful, I know a lot of like local markets around our area do the beautiful sort of resin or mm. handmade boards and cutlery and those sorts of things. That, like they, um, I guess the, the legs kind of fold up, but you fold them out and they have those beautiful, the holes for like the wine glasses. So you put yeah. your cheese on the table, your wine glasses go into the little slot. A lot of local makers make these. So you could find mm. a friend or um, someone local that makes them. And I think it's a really fun little picnic set. And again, you could accompany it with cheese, with wine, with, uh, you know, to ramp it up a bit. Yeah. Or the mystery picnic that we said earlier, yes. you know, get a beautiful picnic basket to go along with it and... And that sort of thing, a beautiful picnic blanket. You know, yes. these are the sorts of things that I think people we kind of reach for and you're like, oh, you know, a couple of times a year, like I'd love to go on a nice picnic, but you don't necessarily have the stuff to do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And it's sort of nice to give as a gift because it's not the sort of things that sort of jump to mind immediately that people would buy for themselves. Yes, there's some really beautiful picnic blankets and things like that, actually. We mm-hmm. might link some for some ideas. Yeah. Um, the next one and... You know, this is this is the default, but a really nice bottle of spirits. If you know someone loves... Or a bottle of wine. Yeah, a bottle of wine. You know, if you know someone loves wine, if they love whiskey, you know, ramp it up a bit and get them something super special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And that could be, yeah, like a single bottle. Maybe it's a wine club voucher mm-hmm. for, you know, the first. Subscription. Yeah, like the first subscription fee for a well, winery or something that they really love. Or, you know, it could be, you know, a nice bottle of wine accompanied by some beautiful glassware. Mm. Or there's some, I know Sean's really into his whiskey. There's, you know, special whiskey tasting glasses that you can get. The whiskey stones, like the, the ones yes. you freeze or the whiskey. Yeah, like they're fun. Yeah. Or so even can, like the glass, if you like ice in your whiskey. I don't know if I'm committing a felony. Sean's wonderful ice in his whiskey. Yeah, I think like it depends those, on the preference. Yeah, but you can get those beautiful like spherical ice cubes and mm. things to go with it or something. Yeah, and just to sort of make it really, really nice and, and special. But again, I mean, suppose you've got to depend on the person and whether that's something they're going to appreciate. But I know, honestly, Sean would not bat an eye at someone spending, buying him a $200 bottle of whiskey. He would love that. Yeah, So it just special. depends on the person. Because again, you're not going to buy that yourself. Yes. Necessarily, you might, but you yeah. know. Uh, number 10, we have camping slash outdoor vibes so think like hammock there's those naked mm. hammocks that you can like assemble anywhere mm-hmm. um other things like a beautiful camping chair like really good quality um barbecue tools like there's beautiful there's really great sets a really nice cutlery set that rolls up that works into your camping stuff yeah i think that's like a really underrated especially for guys yeah you know, they're particularly into, like, I feel like men can be so hard to buy for. Oh, so hard. <laughs> and especially if they're really into their sort of camping and outdoors, even things like, I know it's a voucher, but like an anaconda voucher. Oh, Andrew loves that. All yeah. those sorts of things. Because I feel like often there's lots of different, if they're into four-wheel driving, mm-hmm. or these are expensive hobbies. Yeah. And there's always mm-hmm. stuff that people need. And ARB so, voucher. <laughs> yes. BUCF. Yeah, camping, fishing, <laughs> those sorts of things. I feel like all of those sorts of things can kind of Actually, fall into that bracket. If they're into fishing... Fishing lures, fishing stuff, tackle. That's actually there you a good go, one. Luke, some fishing content for you. <laughs> 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 if you're listening. <laughs> I love it. I was going to say, I'm like, lures, tackle, what are we, what are we promoting here? <laughs> if you know what you're doing by that, but otherwise, like a voucher for that. <laughs> we'll get some tips from Luke and we'll link them. <laughs> yeah. For context, that's one of Rachel's really good friends who, one of our early episodes did comment about the lack of fishing and hunting <laughs> comment uh, content. content. And while they're not obviously some of our core content pillars, at least we're touching on it today. We are. We're very versatile. <laughs> and then I suppose to close this out, we did also think about five things that don't cost you anything at all. Because at the end of the day, the spirit of Christmas or any holiday, whatever it is that you celebrate this time of year, it's really about being together. It's about celebrating with friends and family. It's about thought. It's not about how much you spend. Yeah. And we do know that this time of year, and especially I feel like this year even more so, the cost of living is everyone is feeling the pinch. And, you know, financial stress is real. And a lot of people are really concerned about, um, yeah, th- just how much this time of year can cost. So we thought what what better way to sort of um, d- tackle this and just talk about some things that really that you can give of yourself that don't cost you anything or very much at all or at least not very much that's yeah it, that I suppose there's a, like a material cost to everything yeah but, but yeah. also if you can postpone the cost yes. down the track a little bit to kind of mm-hmm. disperse a bit of that outlay mm-hmm. around Christmas time yeah so number one we had IOU vouchers so you know things that aren't technical like gift vouchers but maybe it's a uh, you know if you've got a sibling maybe you say to them I'll be your uber yeah Three times, <laughs> three times in the next year. If you've got a function, I'll come and pick you up and, t- and take you home. Maybe it's like mowing the lawn for a grandparent. Mm. Or I know that 
So Andrew loves lasagna and mum so gave does Sean. Yes. And mum gave him a voucher last Christmas, I think it was, for like three or four lasagnas throughout the year. Like at IOU X amount of lasagnas. Mm. So and then it's like spread it out and then she's made them, given them to him when we've been back visiting. Yep. Yep. I think that's super nice. Even like if you have a friend who's maybe just had a new baby or mm. you know there's really busy maybe it's saying that like I'll come over and organize your linen cupboard or I'll yes. do like some cleaning for you or that sort of thing because it could be organizing a cleaner which obviously mm-hmm. there is a cost but it could also be like okay I'll come clean your house like depending on your relationship if that's something you feel comfortable doing mm-hmm. um or it's morning tea out you know mm-hmm. to your grandma four times this year or six times whatever I'll come take you out for coffee and morning tea or I know we did it for my grandma last year where we did lunch out and we mm. went out to the golf club we had roast of the day it was wonderful yeah uh, but it's that quality time then and I feel like it means more than if we'd given her like flowers or some nice soaps yeah. or something and you can get really creative like you can jump on Canva and sort of make like physical vouchers, oh, like vouchers. that you can give people and sort of that doesn't really cost you much you know there's the cost of printing at office works or the post office are at home which is only really like a couple of dollars if that mm. um, but it kind of makes it a little bit more special and it's a way of just yeah, I suppose showing someone that you appreciate them, but you're not having to really attach a really high upfront cost to the gift. That's it. Second, and I love this one, it's Christmas baking. So mum mm. always did this and we helped her and we always do it. So we grew up in a um, regional farming community and every Christmas we would do a whole bunch of Christmas baking. So gingerbread, little Christmas puddings, all the fun Christmassy cookies, all that kind of stuff. And she'd do up this beautiful plate, just like get like a Christmassy themed paper plate, wrap it up in cellophane and a ribbon and we drop it all around to all the neighbours. Oh, so nice. So nice. And like this is something I've like started doing a little bit myself and I've even taken to workmates, a little bag of Christmas baking. And yeah, obviously there's a cost there. You have to buy the ingredients. But there's so much heart in that and mm. so much, you know, effort. And it's so personal. You've baked these things and done this beautiful little package. I think that's – is it's a bit special and I think it's something that maybe is not very common anymore. You know, people give – I suppose hampers or gifts that have been made by a store, mm. but like this is a homemade baking, Christmas yeah. themed, and you can just you know give it to your friends, neighbors, family. Yeah, and I think people really appreciate that, even though the monetary value attached to it may not be super significant. It's probably like more these be, days with you know, like groceries, yes, but <laughs> yeah. But I think the fact that someone's taken the time mm. to actually like everyone's time is worth a lot these uh-huh. days. Everyone's very busy, and so the fact that someone's taken the time to actually think about you and cook something and bake something and drop it around for you and you know present it lovely like however you do it with you know the ribbons and all of those sorts Mm. of things it's it's really thoughtful and I think a lot of people would appreciate that over just a candle yes I know we did say candles earlier but (laughs) we love a candle they have a time and place (laughs) actually I should share mum has these this amazing recipe for these giant ginger cookies and they are like Christmas. Are they super gingery though? Not super, like a little bit, think like mixed spice, cloves, ginger, cinnamon. They're kind of coated in like raw sugar. I and feel like huge. your mum needs to like bring her baking down <laughs> yes. to Melbourne. And make it gluten-free. I should I should try this year. I'll try and recreate them for you. But they are so good. They're huge. Like I'm even, I'm holding up my hands, but like these beautiful large cookies and they're, they're soft and like, anyway, I'll link the recipe. I reckon we should do a post on this because they're worth it. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, number three, we had making a card or other crafts. So if that's know, what you're into, yes. Yeah, <laughs> so, but it could even be sort of like a little hot chocolate kit. Like maybe like it's buy a, a mug, mug and then like get like the 
fun little ingredients and yes. homemade marshmallows. I feel like these or... are the perfect things for like parents who have to buy gifts for like teachers. Mm, so maybe you get a bunch of really, really nice mugs. You get a couple of marshmallow like marshmallows. Maybe you go and buy one of those like Nescafe hot chocolate sachet mm. packets and just sort of you know make them and it's like quite cost effective but it's kind of nice they can go home and make themselves a little hot chocolate you and could even do like this with like a little mulled wine kit maybe a little could. bit more expensive look but at I us like trying to make it alcoholic all the time <laughs> <laughs> who wants hot chocolate no um like you could do like because i feel like you don't need the best quality wine to do mulled wine no. you some cinnamon sticks star Definitely. anise cloves your mm-hmm. citrus mm-hmm. and like you could scale this as much mm-hmm. as you want but that could be fun I think this is the same with like tea, which we spoke mm. about earlier. You can make your sort of own tea set or maybe you have a hobby. Like again, shout out to my friend Catherine Broom Rivers. Mm. She makes these beautiful earrings and those sorts of things. I feel like that's the perfect thing at the time of year where you can go, well, I'm making all of these things. Like maybe I make some things for my friends and family mm-hmm. and, and do that in lieu of a gift that I've had to go out into the school to the shops and purchase and actually it means yes. so much more to people because you've gone to the effort to actually make something for them. Yes. It's really special. It's unique. That's it. I love that. Mm. Um, and that's actually our next one in terms of if you have a talent, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've skipped ahead. We'll go back to the others. Um, then why not share it? Maybe you're a photographer. Um, give them a voucher for a family photo sesh. Mm-hmm. Um, are you a florist? Give them like a monthly subscription to a flower bouquet mm-hmm. or, you know, like beautiful earrings, whatever it is. Share your talent because yes. that is still, I mean, I mean, it does cost you, but, like, mm-hmm. it's not like you're outlaying um, – you know, you're sharing – yeah, you, you're giving them something that yes. they'd be paying for otherwise. Maybe you're an excellent sourdough baker like my mother-in-law, yes. Tanya. Maybe you give someone some of your – a loaf and some of your starter. A sourdough kit is so fun. Or, like, kombucha if you're into that. Like, the Yeah, scoby. if you want to give someone some of your scoby. A bit creepy. But They're a bit <laughs> gross. But I do but like, love kombucha, but I yes. don't like the idea of brewing my own. I know, <laughs> really it kind of turns me off. I'm like, but sourdough. I had a friend give me sourdough and it's – like. A little bit of starter and I've had so much fun creating mm. loaves and like you could give them even the little um oh, I can't think of the name of it Mandy you'll know my sister but like there's the little basket that it proves in you can do mm. the little stir thing you can do a little sourdough making kit yeah so I feel like you can really take that from like a very like low cost to a more sort of high cost a lot of these yeah. things can sort of scale yeah that's it yeah and the number five that we had in this category was a plant Yes. So, but it doesn't have to be a new plant because we all know it's like plants can be a little <laughs> bit expensive. But what I've done in previous years, I have a devil ivy, devil's ivy that just grows out of control, yes. and I'm constantly cutting, propagating. Like, so I propagate it and I give it to my friends, like a little, you know, go to Kmart and get like the little three dollar pots and a little bit of potting mix from Bunnings and just yep. you know propagate and give people starters of plants and that sort of thing, which I feel like is a really nice gift and like uh-huh. people can you know, set it on their windowsills and just sort of grow and, you know, it's like a, just a nice, really easy but sort of nice and thoughtful thing to do for people too. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, the gift of life, some would say. <laughs> <laughs> I love home. I love, um, what are they called, indoor plants. So that would always be a win for me. Yes. And our final category was books because yes. I feel like books are the perfect gift that no matter what, anyone's sort of budget is or anyone's lifestyle everyone can get something out of a book and you know what it's the gift you can open again and again (laughs) yes exactly it's always good so a couple of things that books that we've loved like I personally I know we've spoken about this before but the illustrated Harry Potter books you know for a number of years I think there's still a couple more to come out but around Christmas time they've released those every single year and they're just really beautiful 
beautifully illustrated versions of those storybooks are around the $50 mark. Perfect gift for someone if you know that's something mm. that they're really into. I've always gotten them as gifts from people. But, yeah, they're just lovely and really nice things to sort of collect if you have people who you know are really into that story. Yes, I love that. And on that same vein, like in that same vein, um, hunting down an older edition. So – I'm a bit of a Jane Austen fan. So, you know, like older editions of Pride and Prejudice, for example, you know, if you know someone's into that, mm-hmm. you can find different versions, older editions, and that's really special. Or like mm-hmm. secondhand books, you know, um, in like beautiful old secondhand bookstores, you can find those nice old editions. Even things like vintage records. In yes. I mean, we're talking about books, but like if someone's into a certain – they love the Beatles and you find yeah. them an old record. Like how special. Yeah, like I know Sean's a really big Van Halen fan and one of like his favourite albums is 5150 and that's not one of the records that they've sort of brought out as like a re-release in modern times. And so I remember I hunted one down on eBay and it came from the UK uh, and I bought that for him one Christmas and he loved it. Yes. But again, it's like something that came out like 30 years ago and he, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't actually know how old Van Halen are so maybe Either. I got that wrong. But... <laughs> Um, we have a few like specific uh, recommendations and this is just based on our taste and what we've enjoyed. Mm -hmm. So hopefully helpful, but you know, you'll know the Mm -hmm. people in your life better than we do, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, For nonfiction, The Resilience Project by Hugh Van Kylenberg, incredible. I just Mm. firmly believe this is a book everyone should read. Mm. I've actually never read it. No, you have to. It's so good. Mm. And um, they actually have a program in schools with primary school children that they do. Um, And And a podcast. Shout out to the Imperfects. Fantastic (laughs) podcast. But it's such an enjoyable, easy read, but re kind of – focuses your mindset around things, gratitude, um, mm-hmm. just how you live your life. And I think it's absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of um, investment books that I love. Mm-hmm. So Don't Stress, Just Invest. Um, and we'll link their podcast as well. But it's it's just... Is that one. Equity Mates? Equity Mates, it is, yes. yes. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you. And it, like, it lays it out, 101, what you need to know about the stock market. Like it's accessible, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And there's also um, Girls That Invest, um, by Simran Kaur, I think it is, mm-hmm. but I'll check that uh, and we'll link that. But it's basically, it's, again, it's making accessible, giving accessible information. Like it shouldn't be something that is too hard for people to grasp. Yeah. Um, so they're sort of practical things. Yeah. Um, but biographies is another one. Yes. Yeah, like I do love Your Own Kind of Girl by Her Name is Escaping Me Now. Mm. I did lend it to you. Clementine Ford? That's it. No, yeah. no, it's not Clementine Ford. No. Who is it? Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. You anyway, it to me. <laughs> your, your own kind of girl. And, I, uh, like, her name is literally escaping me. This is very embarrassing. Um, but that was just – I feel like sometimes I struggle with autobiographies, like biographies, in that, you know, you're kind of reading from someone's perspective. Claire Bowditch. That's it. Claire Bowditch. <laughs> Sorry. Bowditch. But that was so enjoyable. I feel like her tone was so conversational. And it was a really, like – she talks about a lot of, like, complex things in that book. But it's – I don't know. It almost felt like a novel. In a way. Yes, you lent it to me and I actually read it and I struggle with autobiographies. Yes. I've heard Ash Barty's biography is good. You know, if you know someone's into a certain yeah, sport. Dylan Alcott's as, as well I've heard is quite yeah. good. Able, I think it's called. Yeah, yep. so there's all that kind of thing if you know that they're interested. But there's things like travel books. There's fantastic mm. ones around walks around the world, mm-hmm. camping spots in Australia, um, things like that that are really fantastic as well. And I think as well like fiction. Mm. Like there's lots of – like classic fiction books. I feel like Trent Dalton, um, mm. Boy Swallows Universe is like a fabulous book. I would highly recommend everyone reading it. It's really sort of fast-paced, really sort of complex, but just really enjoyable. Uh-huh. 
Um, I love anything by Jane Harper. So you may be familiar mm. with The Dry because it was made into an epic movie. But The Survivor's Lost Man, she's got a You'd bunch. like a crime novel, I don't do. you? I do. And that's like, it's Aussie. It's like set in different parts of mm. regional Australia. They're really fantastic. Personally, anything by Sally Hepworth. I was going to say, I, I'm not really, like, I, it's funny. I like a lot of true crime mm. podcasts and that sort of thing. I'm not really super into crime f- like fiction, fiction books sounds weird mm-hmm. um but sally like sally hepworth i really like because it does have that sort of like australiana yes sort of and theme. i also feel like it deals with her books deal with day-to-day life the mundanity of, of relationships and you know usual life in australia mm-hmm. with some extra spice of like a crime or like a twist they always have I, a great twist yeah which i enjoy actually the soulmate of hers is my favorite See, I, I have started that and i am halfway through it struggling? And I, i'm struggling to get through it yeah but i love the good sister yeah okay and the younger wife both of those i yep. really really enjoyed i think yep. they're good um beth o'leary if you want something that is feel good, giggle out loud, nothing too bad happens, it all ends well. Um, the Flat Chair, I love. The No Show, they're really fun, enjoyable, lighthearted books. Mm. And I know I've plugged it before, but Lessons in Chemistry. I, I have just it. started reading that Yay. and I'm really enjoying it. Yay. So would um, <laughs> confirm. I think it's just been made into a series as well. It has and I'm like halfway through on Apple TV and I'm loving it. <laughs> yes. They've changed it a little bit. They always have to change they the book. They always do. They don't need to, though, because the book is epic. But anyway, I'm enjoying it. Yes. Well, anyway, I feel like we've sort of covered a lot in this episode. But hopefully that between, you know, our budget, our sort of more dialed up, the books and gifts that don't really cost you anything, we've given you some ideas around how you might be able to sort of tackle this gift-giving season and do things in a way that's sort of affordable but also thoughtful. Mm. And, yes, adhering to your budget but also... expressing the love and care for people in your lives that we all want to do this time of year that's it so thank you for coming along if you have time jump onto the platform that you're listening through give us a rating or review follow us on social media we're the brunchfiles.podcast love to connect with you send us your feedback send us any ideas send us anything we miss send us we'd love to hear your like what are you gifting this christmas what are your best budget or sort of more expensive gift ideas, we might put a little story up on yes. our, um, yeah, on our stories. Yeah, well, a story on our stories. How <laughs> original uh, when this podcast goes live, and yeah, we'd love to hear your ideas, so we can sort of share it with everyone, and we can yeah connect and chat about how we're all tackling this gift giving season or any gift horror stories. Have you ever given a gift? Regifting. We didn't even get to regifting. We should touch on that <laughs> next time. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for coming, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys. The Brunch Files would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the lands on which we live, meet, work and play, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging, and of course any First Nations peoples who may be listening today. This podcast is all about the adventures, stories and laughs of being a woman in her 30s. While we strive to entertain and share relatable experiences, please remember that our content is purely for fun and shouldn't be taken too seriously, and it's definitely not professional advice. Life is a wild ride and everyone's journey is unique. We believe that laughter is the best policy and we're just here to spread some joy.